Okay, so I was recently playing a Hoi 4 game, and I was just messing around with the map, right? And apparently there's a whole bunch of, like, new decolonization options. There's a whole bunch of new stuff. So I want to get into that, but I decided, I played as a Confederate state, and I have some words I need to say about that. Uh, so today I want to go over history and what happened specifically during my game. So let's get into that. Okay, so like I said, I was messing around with the map, right? And there's, uh, um, I got 1.8.1, and there's a whole bunch of, well, not, I guess it would be 1.9.1, not bad. Or is it 1.8? It's 1.9. It's 1.9.1. I got 1.9.1, right? And there's a whole bunch of new uh, custom game settings. I went in and I was like, decolonization, there's um, fragmentation. Uh, there's You can now choose um, random scenarios for all the countries or most of the countries. Um, not just like a select few. Uh, there's a lot more options with that. Uh, what else was there? Oh, beside the point. Then I decided to use console commands and change some borders around just to, like, you know, build the scenario. I wanted, like, a double fascist United States, you know what I'm saying? So here's how that went. I still, I played as United States. Like, remember, I put in, like, all these game changes, right? I played as United States. I tried to do a fascist civil war. Silver Legion of America spawns, right? I'm in... Florida, that's my only state. I have like six divisions, but I have a, one hell of a navy. It's a damn good navy, I'll tell you that. I even had a carrier, which is fantastic. Um, and my military experience is also pretty good. I didn't expect the troops to be that good, but they were. They steamroll, They basically steamrolled through the entire United States before the American army caught me again. Uh, Florida's a pretty good starting point. I I'll give them that. I'll give them that. So here, I steamrolled across the United States, right? I tried to ally with Germany. Sort of worked out. At the end of the day, I joined the Axis, and they start sailing ships across the sea, right? They're helping me out. German troops land, at, I believe it was Norfolk, Virginia, and meet a British party that was already there. Uh, there's a brief battle, and long story short, German state Norfolk. They start pushing on Washington, and I start going to Washington. And actually, I did a civil war before this, right? But like I said, I was trying to get a double United States. So the United States Capitol was actually in Los Angeles, not in Washington. But the German troops keep converging on the victory points anyway. On the victory points anyway. So I'm going to Los Angeles. I'm trying to march in the Capitol. They're going up to like New York, Boston, Washington, all that stuff. So they're going to take the. They're going to take New England. I'm going to take Los Angeles. We'll just push up. Push up into whatever's left, right? It's going to be great. That works, right? And me and Germany partition the United States. I take the states that I can. Germany doesn't really take much. They mostly puppet the United States. I think now's a pertinent time to mention. I had formed the Confederate States. By this time, I had formed the Confederacy. Because you can do that if you're leader is William Dudley something. I forget his name. But you could do that if he's your leader. So you can form the Confederate States. I did that. Uh, I try to take as much as myself as I can, but I don't have the war score. So Germany ends up taking some stuff and puppeting the rest. Turns out hunky-dory. Excuse me for a second. Okay.
So we just partitioned the Americas, right? Now there's two fas fascist states in the Americas. Oh, not to mention the Germans also. Puppeted Canada. And this was a big war and there's a ton of stuff I skimmed over. But what could I have done better? I could have... I definitely could have converted the civilian factories earlier. Because uh, I definitely didn't have enough infantry equipment to recruit. But, uh... And I should have taken the Panama Canal when I had the chance. I should have moved the carrier to the Panama Canal... To the coast of Panama before the American fleet moved in. So that was an obvious short sight on my part. But how exactly plausible was this scenario? And the short answer is not very. With the advent of the New Deal and FDR's administration, the United States wasn't very desperate to get back into the workforce or to improve their country, as Germany was. Germany had been plagued by terrible trade deals, horrible foreign policy, and not to mention the... What's the word I'm trying to look for? The horrendous outcome of the Treaty of Versailles. All of these factors had teamed up to try to ensure Germany's downfall. The people were, had had it. They needed a strong leader who was going to make Germany great again and give them back their pre-war lands. He's going to restore the German Reich to greatness. That man was Adolf Hitler. But the Americans didn't need someone like that because the, the Americans were mostly fine. They, they were probably the most well-fed people of the Great Depression era. Mo thanks mostly in part to FDR's Green New Deal. Uh, not Green New Deal, my bad. The New Deal. Just the New Deal. <laughs> uh, I'll get into modern politics at some point. <laughs> Thanks to FDR's New Deal. Now, what would need to have changed in order for this to be plausible? Short answer is the assassination of FDR. The violent and abrupt end to FDR's administration. And if you haven't seen Man on the High Castle, I highly recommend it. It's a good show. All four seasons are on, are on Amazon Prime, so go check that out, please. But the premise of the show, well, the book as well, but the show, FDR is assassinated. That's the kicker. That's what sets off the United States into this timeline of Nazi post-World War II. Of Nazi rule post-World War II, right? Um, and... So, because FDR was assassinated, he was never able to put the New Deal into effect. So, Hoover's Green New, uh, New Deal policies keep um, in effect, and basically Americans never sort of grow out of the Hoovervilles, and they stay in like these really small dirt huts. And it, it's often said on the show that the Germans brought clean water and electricity back to the homes of Americans. So you know it was pretty bad if they didn't even have clean water. In the show, in the world of the show, before the German takeover, America was not America. America was basically a third world country. It was not a superpower. In fact, they even had to let go of the Philippines and the Japanese invaded it just because they were overwhelmed by 
modern mil their modern military tactics. It was insane. It was a third world nation. All the progress with them being an imperial power after World War One, after the Spanish American War, they're all gone away. America was pushed to the fringes of society again. And um it makes people hard times tend to make people strive for violent political revolution. So in Germany, Hitler promised that. He also prom in the world of the man in the high castle, he also promised that to the Americans. If they just switched sides, he would give them good spots in the German military and the uh, German high command. He would give them food, running water, electricity. Back he put the, all that back in the homes of Americans. He would make America great again as well. So it would take something like that for that for a fascist United States to even be plausible in the long term. But oh, what am I trying to say here? The Confederated States would probably not rise up. Yes, in our timeline there were mass Nazi rallies during World War Two in Madison Square Garden, right? I think we've all seen the famous pictures. But they never really gained a lot of influence or political power. They had numbers, but they didn't really have the prestige to back it up. So, again, it's going to take some major political revolution for that to happen. But what if we put our doubts aside and try to imagine what the ideal world for this scenario would be, right? So I'm going to try to pick apart what I did wrong in the game and teach you how to do it better and learn some history along the way. Let's go. So I think my first big mistake was causing two civil wars in the game at once. Wherefore is not the most accurate representation of history. But I don't think two civil wars is going to be good for a country in any context. So if it were historically accurate, I would only do the one civil war. My second mistake was capitulating, was allowing myself to capitulate the first time. Mind you, this was before I did the single state Florida one. This was the first civil war that failed miserably. This is not the one that Germany participated in. So, that was my first big mistake. Two civil wars. Shouldn't have done that. Well, let's go back to the second civil war, right? The second civil war that I did. Second Civil War in the timeline. Uh, I think one of my biggest mistakes was not converting the civilian factories early enough. What is my ideal? What is my ideal situation here? Convert the factories early. Start pumping out a lot of equipment. Maybe you can start pumping out a little bit of manpower as well. Eventually, you'll be able to do that. But for now, your most important goal is to train up your army, exercise them so that they gain military experience, right? You want them to be a well-experienced army. You want, them to, you want them to just plow right through wherever you're going, which is what I did, right? Which is what I did, right? I think I, think I was pretty good on that front. So what happened? I just plowed right through the southern United States, right? Went right through. There wasn't really any major defense either until I got to 
Arizona, where the United States Army was ready to defend against an invasion of Los Angeles. It was around this time that I clicked the decision and I formed the Confederate States. I think it was a good time. I think it was good timing, especially after we just we uh, called Germany into the war. I think it was a pretty good decision. But I probably wouldn't have called them in. I w- probably wouldn't have brought Germany in. I w- probably wouldn't have joined Germany's faction, the Axis, so early. I would have just taken the Lendleys first. I think that's your ideal um, situation there. Just take the Lendleys first instead of joining the faction. It's, it's going to raise world tension by a lot less. And it's going to probably not cause the British to join in. Which is another big mistake I made. The British were probably called in way too early. Now, remind you, I went into the custom game settings. I fragmented like Britain and everything, so it's not really Britain. It's just England. It's just England, right? But I probably did that way too early as well, as well, because Britain probably shouldn't have joined in an ideal situation. Um. Uh. And like I said, I mentioned this before, but I should have moved the carrier earlier. That was a big flaw as well. I've, in, this situ- in, in this situation, naval dominance is going to be your best bet. But you're plying, let's imagine you're applying to the United States, right? My capital is Los Angeles. The capital is Los Angeles. My capital is Miami. That's the only city in Florida in Hawaii Four. It's the only city. But their cap, but in my game, in my game, USA's capital is Los Angeles. So my goal is to take Los Angeles as fast as possible. I think that was a good decision with the well-experienced troops I had. But if I didn't have as little as as experienced troops as I did, I probably let's let's imagine you in this situation, right? If you didn't have very well-experienced troops. Your best option is to surround the city and then converge on it, right? Encirclements are always a good strategy, I believe. But then you should have blockaded. But remember, you should have blockaded the city then. If you already have Japan in the faction, that's not going to be too big of a worry. But if you don't, you're going to need to get the Panama Canal, and that goes back to what I said before: you need naval supremacy. So I had the carrier. So what I should have done: I should have moved the carrier to the Panama Canal. Should just like bombarded them, um, did some strategic bombing, close air support, all that. Got naval supremacy. Maybe prepared an invasion of Panama. But in the end, eh. Well, I guess. But in the end, it comes down to controlling Panama, right? That's probably one of the most powerful places in the world. Panama, phosphorus, Suez. Probably the most strategic sites in the world, right? So you're gonna want to take that, right? You're gonna wanna, if if Japan, like I said, if Japan's not in your faction, you're gonna wanna bring your carriers around through Panama, blockade Los Angeles, most likely, keep the supply lines from coming in. Uh, after that, they'd probably move their capital to like New York if the Germans haven't already taken it. Philadelphia is an option as well. I can't remember what cities there are on the West Coast. 
I think there's Seattle, Olympia, Salem, probably. So just secure the West Coast. I think that's a generally good option. Make sure nothing comes in, no one, no, no one comes in, no one goes out, things like that. Just blockade it. Make sure it's secured. Maybe garrison it, but if you're not experienced enough, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try it. Just like station them there. Just like station them there. That should work. Um, the Nazi. You should definitely have called in the Germans by this point. The Nazis can come over from the East Coast. They can take out New York for you. If you followed my instructions up to this point, you've taken the West Coast already, and there's nowhere else for them to make their capital. So you're gonna wanna bring the Nazis in and have them take out New York. They can take out like the whole north, Northeast and things like that. If, the, if you haven't taken it already, they could move their capital like Richmond or Washington as well. So keep an eye on Virginia. Uh, but the Midwest should be fine. You shouldn't have to worry about any of that. Uh, they could retreat to there if the situation gets dire enough. But odds are there's not enough victory points out there. So they're probably just going to capitulate as soon as you take both the coasts and the borders as well. There's not enough victory points out there to keep them alive. Uh, Alright, blockade the East Coast, blockade the West Coast, hold the borders. Under best circumstances, they should capitulate. Now, what if the United States joins the Allies and called Britain in? Um, it's going to be a toughie. Germany's probably going to have to naval invade Britain first as a best course of action. But if you take out the United States before they do that, you could occupy them and invade Canada that way. So you only have one target North America to worry about, which is the best case scenario. Under most other circumstances, you're probably going to end up with like, mm, you're probably the United States is probably going to join the Allies with like a last ditch effort to stay alive. So it's going to be impossible to defeat them. It's going to be impossible to defeat the United States if they're getting, well, they're not going to be getting land leases from England if you landlock them, are they? England's going to be moving troops to um, Labrador and moving troops through Canada to get to invade you and Germany, right? So it's going to be impossible to break that line. Uh, if they retreat far north enough, Canada's really hard to conquer because it's very well defended. But, well, not, it's naturally defended, not like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's not garrison or anything, it's naturally defended, right? It's hard to cross those, like, flats. It's hard to cross those ice flats, right? Canada has some really bad terrain, so you're going to get attrition to a lot going through there. So best to just hold them off and maybe, may, if you can, encircle Ottawa quickly so they just capitulate. Um, encircle uh, Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, and Vancouver so that you can just activate the orders and get them to capitulate whenever you want. That's going to be your best bet there. Uh, tanks might be best as well. They can just blitzkrieg through there. Um, I'm a big fan of blitzkrieg. I'm a big fan of just using tanks for everything. That's the end-all, be-all option right there. Tanks. Um, if you do that, you'll get Canada to capitulate pretty quickly. Uh, 
You can still occupy Labrador and Newfoundland if you want, but the Canadian government might retreat to Haida Gwaii, which is not going to be good for you because it's pretty small and hard hard to get an naval invasion on. But it, uh, once you get on there, it's pretty easy to conquer. You'll get it done, no problem. Just be prepared to set aside some time for the naval invasion to prepare. Alright. Uh, so you took out Canada. Let's hope England is dead by this point. France shouldn't be called in because Germany should already have finished them off. That, that's not going to be an issue. But make sure you have enough victory points. Make sure you have enough war score because you don't want to get sidelined by the Germans. They're going to take most of the stuff in North America and you want to make sure you get a good chunk of that out of the peace deal. That's going to be your main that's going to be your main issue. If you don't restore the territory of the Confederacy, you're going to have to go to war with Germany, which if they've taken the rest of the United States is not good. Um I say your best extent of territory would be the historic Confederacy borders, um, like Texas, Oklahoma, Tennessee, the slaveholding half, well, the re re Rebel half of Virginia, not West Virginia, but regular Virginia. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, and am I missing one? No. Oh, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. Then they also, but most people don't know, they also held territories. They held um, the Arizona territory. So if you can, pop at that. It should be, it should be yours alone if. Germany takes if Germany takes the rest of the United States, right? So I'd say when you're in the peace deal, select Germany, have them take like everything around the United States. You take your stuff, have Germany take everything around the United States, leaving only Arizona and New Mexico left. And and then end the turn, you go back in as yourself, and puppet what's left. It's just going to be Arizona, New Mexico. It's going to be yours. It's probably going to form the Silver Legion. If you've already formed the Confederacy by this point, it's probably going to form the Silver Legion. Silver Legion of America, the Free American Empire. Uh, what will be the target after that? I There's not really much else there is. You can take Cuba if you're in the mood for it, but... Oh no, I'd say that's your uh, Confederacy speedrun there. So, um, your homework. Watch Man in the High Castle, at least like a few episodes. Um, season 4 is probably the best one. I say that. Other than that, I'll see you all next week. Chipper out.